Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And that moment when we've all been waiting for in studio with us is Dr. Sheikh Hassan Huinuddin Al Qadri Al Azri, as well as Sheikh Muhammad Sadiq Al Qureshi Al Azri, and of course Hafiz Mahmoud Hatib. MashaAllah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, MashaAllah, Sheikh, I need to first of all extend on behalf of Voice of the Cape and our state. Manager Butamu Khan, a warm welcome to Voice of the Cape. It's a real honor indeed to have you with us, and uh, inshallah, it's, it's one of the first but not the last visits. Inshallah, thank you very much. Alhamdulillah, first of all, I thank to your Voice of Cape and uh, the moment and the opportunity you've given us uh, to come and say a few words and, and, and speak to the audience. In Alhamdulillah. Well, Sheikh, this of course being the first South African visit, mm-hmm. um, I've been watching social media and Alhamdulillah, um, the excitement has been going around SA and um, the, the, the praises to your words of wisdom in Johannesburg has been big. And of course your programs have started um, in Cape Town, um, uh, kick-starting with um, the Jama'a at Masjid Al-Quds. And then again, once again tonight, inshallah, for those that missed it, there's an opportunity this evening Hafiz Mahmoud Yes, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Inshallah, tonight the Sheikh will be uh, part of the Masjid al-Quds legendary open forum. And you know, the open forum has been created for many years at Masjid al-Quds where we discuss no questions off the table and we discuss challenges and even sensitive matters so that people can come discuss and debate uh, so that we can be able as an ummah to move forward. Uh, we have a clashing of the minds if necessary, but not the clashing of the hearts. <laughs> so inshallah, tonight's session after, after Maghrib is a very important session. It deals about the calls for mandatory jihad and the ummah must all stand up and rise for jihad and some of these calls made by Daesh and Al-Qaeda and ISIS and these things. So we'll deal with some of those concepts and see how, uh, you know, the call for jihad, whether it is mandatory on the ummah or whether the ummah needs to look at it differently. So that will be discussed later, inshallah. Well, mashallah, an extensive CV as we have um, uh, um, heard earlier on from Hafiz Mahmoud, um, Sheikh, and of course you've written some books as well and traveled widely and covered a vast uh, vast area of topics as we've seen um, here on your visit um, in South Africa as well. Um, I mean, this evening, what would the topic be specifically? It's delegitimizing the call for jihad by ISIS and Al-Qaeda. Um, so uh, that's an it's some, it's, it's It's a topic that I think everybody has concerns on, but I think a, a community often sh- uh, shies away from. So what could we be expecting this evening, Sheikh? Bismillah ar rahim After gracing and uh, sending our sana to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and blessings to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, First of all, I congratulate you uh, for uh, um, doing this program with great success and uh, before coming to this uh, uh, Voice of Cape, I was just listening to this channel just to get an idea. So I thought uh, and it is, I think, very widely um, listened and a lot of good reception and uh, I think it's going successful. Alhamdulillah. Basically, uh, today's uh, topic and event is of very uh, paramount importance. And this is the topic of uh, uh, today's time. And uh, this is about the jihad. And uh, basically, it's about delegitimizing 
uh, Al-Qaeda's or uh, uh, ISIS uh, philosophy on obligatory jihad. The way they have utilized the word and the notion of jihad uh, in their way and uh, used it as a tool to utilize it for their terroristic and criminal activities and get a shelter uh, from the word of jihad in the light of Quran and misinterpreting the uh, the ayah, the verses of Quran and the hadith of Rasulullah and ruining and damaging the innocent mind of our youngsters, intellectuals, scholars and uh, people at widely ranged uh, they are immensely and they are affected by this notion and that was why the the real concept of Islam has been damaged as well because they have portrayed their own picture of jihad and they have ruined the real picture of Islam and Islam which is from peace which is for peace and which helps the peace and which is meant for peace and the real when the real image of Islam is damaged then the enemies of Islam are always active uh, to, 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 to play on and to damage it further and to push the Islam to the, uh, to the extent where everybody has put the stigma on Islam that Islam is the religion of radicalism, extremism and terrorism and suicide bombing and all those criminal activities which are taking place maybe that was part of Islam, that was part of the teaching of Rasulullah and the people have actually uh, damaged a lot uh, based on their vested interest they have nothing to do with Islam. They are not the real uh, people of Islam. The, the people of Islam are the people of love. They, are the, they, are, they have a love for humanity. They have a love for mankind. They have love for Islam, for the religion, for the Prophet of Islam Because Prophet of Islam loved the humanity. And uh, he, his whole life was for the humanity, for uplifting the humanity. He was a Prophet of mercy compassion, tolerance and forgiveness. So my belief and our belief is whoever does not believe in mercy, compassion and togetherness and forgiveness, so he has nothing to do with Islam. Yeah. Well, Sheikh, having looked at your CV, mashallah, you've written a number of books. You're, you're currently busy with so many as well, but you've also vastly traveled uh, so many different countries. Now, we've touched on this on this topic of damaging, um, you could say, the of what Islam is, of what a Muslim is. Is it challenging having to visit different countries? Because obviously each is under a different political system, a different type of governance. And of course, some of them are, are dominantly Muslim, some of them not so much. Is it difficult going around correcting um, this image? Basically, by grace of Allah, I've been given opportunity to travel uh, for, for the service of Islam just as a humble servant of Islam, nothing more than that. Wherever I traveled, uh, I'm alhamdulillah, I'm uh, one of the members of uh, World Economic Forum and I have been attending their forums and I've been uh, delivering my um, uh, speeches on, on their forums as well. I attended in Jordan, I attended in Manila, in Philippines and, um, so, and others as well. And then I've been attending other conferences held by different governments and uh, in Arab world, in the Western world, in European world, in America, North America, as well as Japan and, and the Far East countries, uh, including uh, Indonesia. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad to say this, that uh, 
on this topic, what, which is which everybody in this Muslim Ummah or in this world uh, is concerned about, is the topic of terrorism and extremism. And my eminent father, Sheikh Islam, Professor Dr. Muhammad Tahul Qadir, he wrote a fatwa on extremism, on terrorism and suicide bombing, and, and the copy is here. So when he wrote this fatwa, that was widely accepted and widely, uh, uh, you know, popul- uh, became very popular and uh, widely received by uh, people from uh, different walk of life. And uh, a lot of research work is being done on this fatwa and around 15 different translations has been done on it in different languages. So when I went to Jakarta, you know, to attend the uh, peace uh, counter-terrorism conference, and uh, I came to know that the government itself took a big step and uh, translated the fatwa of Shaykh islam my eminent father, and distributed around 10,000 copies in the governmental sector, non-government sector, private sector, public sector, to all the universities. <laughs> and then to other pa- part of the world, as I have been directly dealing with Al-Azhar, and uh, I have been part of Al-Azhar uh, Sharif, uh, Jamiatul Azhar, uh, in, in Cairo, and I've been their president for, um, for, for Pakistan chapter for two years, and uh, serving the concept of Wasatiya, that the moderate approach of Islam, and, uh, and the peaceful image of Islam, we have been servicing, we have been um, launching different magazines, different programs, different activities. We have been arranging different workshops, different conferences. And one of the big conferences, which Minhajul International, as, I, as I'm one of the servants of Minhajul Quran, this organization, and serve this uh, just on a, diff- on a big convert, on a big, um, uh, at, at a big spectrum, uh, just to spread this message uh, worldwide. And uh, we arranged a big conference a couple of years back that was uh, a Peace for Humanity conference. And that was the first time uh, a conference with such an image uh, was organized in, in UK, in Wembley uh, uh, Arena Hall, where the people and the heads of all the religions were invited. And that was the first time that all the heads of the religions, from Christianity, from Judaism, from Buddhism, from, from all uh, you know, religious thoughts and their campaigners and their heads and, and, and their followers, they all came to attend the conference under the label of uh, Peace for Humanity. And everybody said a word of Allah in their own language, in their own way. Whatever their belief is, this, they talked about the concept of oneness of Allah, the concept of uh, the, the, the beauty of Allah, the mercifulness of Allah, and, and merciful uh, attitude and behavior uh, that should be adopted by the human being. That was the crux of the conference, to bring peace in the hu- human beings, in the society, and get rid of the hatred. And we have done a lot with the hatred, and we have damaged us a lot with the hatred. When we travel, like in Arab world, in, in Far East countries, in America, I've been, I've been attending many conferences in Australia. I was a keynote speaker in one of their big conferences, in university lectures I've been delivering, and came across different communities within Islam, outside Islam, and then I spoke on the topic of integration between Muslims and non-Muslims. What kind of relations to be adopted between the Muslims and non-Muslims and Muslims living in non-Muslim countries. So what are the uh, teachings of Islam in, pers- in, in respect to, to the citizens living as a minority and to the citizen living as a majority? So how to deal with them? 
how to develop harmony between the religions. And we have been uh, convening a big forum like uh, Muslim and Christians Dialogue Forum in Pakistan, uh, my mother country, and my eminent father is the head of that. We, we, we always invite them on every Christmas and we cut a cake for them. We celebrate the Christmas for them. It's part of our Iman as well to believe in, the, in, in Sayyidina Isa So we don't leave the hatred, we don't leave the room for the hatred to be created within the, within, within the, uh, the community. So the best thing the, which we learned from Islam is to love human being regardless to his religion, creed and background. Well, Sheikh, I'm just so happy that you actually touched on that because I was thinking, mashallah, you've traveled abroad and now you're in South Africa, of course, a diverse nation, better known as the Rainbow Nation. And alhamdulillah, I think Hafiz Mahmoud can give us a, a, a window to that, that alhamdulillah, I think our Muslim community has managed to have a very neighborly, well-balanced uh, relationship with our non-Muslim community in Cape Town. And I think think the challenges in that might be within our own community rather than with blending but I think it's so important that we we touch on the topic of being able to uphold relations and that it is part of us to hold relations um, with the non-muslim community and live in harmony with them indeed but so Hafiz Mahmoud, do you want to touch on that? Inshallah, we want to listen to the Sheikh today yes. and that's important. But what's very important, Alhamdulillah, she mentioned the concept of Rainbow Nation. And we don't want any strange philosophies and ideas to come and change what many people have worked very hard to establish in the fabric of South Africa. And that's peaceful coexistence irrespective mm -hmm. of race, color, creed or religion. Because everyone is the creation of Allah. If we believe in Allah and we have respect and we have love and reverence that Allah is the creator, cherisher, nourisher and sustainer of all human beings, not a selected number, uh, uh, niche of society. He is the cherisher, nourisher and sustainer of all human beings. If we have that concept and understand that concept, it becomes a consequence of that. It is important for us to be able to respect and to love and to care for all human beings, like you would care for everyone, including the human beings and non-human beings, inshallah. Well, Alhamdulillah, um, Sheikh, you've of course uh, uh, done Johannesburg and then Cape Town. I don't know if this has been, and then inshallah you'll be going to Durban, Durban as well. As well yeah. um, I don't know what the program is there. Mah Hafiz Mahmoud, do you want to share that? Now, Alhamdulillah, they've got extensive programs lined yeah. up in Durban. The specifics of it is all out on social media. Okay. Uh, but I think what's important for us specifically over the next couple of days is to deal with is to deal with the Cape Town program tonight and tomorrow night the Mi'raj program at Masjid Al-Quds. Yes. Uh, will the keynote speaker for Mi'raj after Isha Salah at Masjid Al-Quds tomorrow will be none other than uh, Sheikh Hassan Muhyiddin Al-Qadri. Allama Saadi Qureshi, who is the head of yes. Al Quran in London, is also with us here in the studio and he has some details about the devil program. Yeah. Bismillah yes, rahman rahim Firstly, thanks to all audience and salam and good evening for everyone. And especially our, you can say, host, Taslima Sahiba, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase your knowledge and Mahmoud Khatib as well and our special guest, Dr. Hassan Mayuddin Qadri. So program, there is a two weeks intensive, you can say, visit of Dr. Hassan Mayuddin Qadri, who is a chairman of Supreme Council of Minajul Quran. Inshallah, next day we are going to uh, Eastern Cape. Oh, then there is a program also in Umtata. 
there is a big miraj in nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam conference more than 700 people they are expected to participate in that and then inshallah there will be durban there a big conference in city hall nearly 2000 people they are expected and bishop of christian community he is going to attend and premier is also coming and other faith people are coming so this is multi faith peace conference will be held inshallah on 30th of april sunday inshallah at 1 pm till 4 pm so it will be a message and when we contacted to the government people to you can say hire the hall they said this is the plan of south african government in 2035 they are going to plan so look this is the beauty of islam look this is the moderation of minhajul quran who is arranging these things and who is taking these initiative by the our supreme leader dr muhammad uh, sheikh al islam dr muhammad al qadri and his son dr hasan mujidin qadri is here also alhamdulillah thanks alhamdulillah excellent well sheikh you've been covering a vast um a vast topics um over your tour in johannesburg and cape town and of course um engaging the south african community so you want to tell us a bit how that has been basically what what i noticed in the beginning that the south african government they have been they they had a very firm belief in multiculturalism and they have actually implemented it and i've gone through some details and uh, i've studied um, from the constitution perspective as well that they have given some liberties to all the religions to enjoy the freedom of religion yeah. and to enjoy the liberty provided by the government to them and uh, when we see i've seen i think uh, you know among the western countries this is one of those countries uh, who have no problem with any religion enjoying their freedom enjoying their religious uh, rights like mosques are open they are uh, they are constructed uh, you know with with all freedoms available to them and then azan can be called uh, openly there's no ban from the government and then all the muslims can enjoy their festivities their festivals can easily be enjoyed like the christians have their own churches and the other religions people of other religions they enjoy their own uh, religious rites and all the ethnic rites are being enjoyed and there i haven't seen any interference from the government and since i came and uh, i think i've been given a very uh, positive um, uh, response from the government and uh, i i just met few of the government representatives and uh, even at cape town people on very high post they met and they just gave a very warm welcome i think this is something and i i want to add this concept because one of the big misconception has been created on the name of darul islam and darul harb and this has actually damaged another the vision of islam and what i am of the opinion that the government like south african government the way they have uh, opened up and they have provided all the facilities and protected and safeguarded this uh, the religious religious rights the freedom the minority rights the women rights the human rights and their dignity and their properties being protected by the government and all their rituals they can enjoy all their cultures according to the cultures they can enjoy their life and they are protected properly by the government this is known as darul islam this is the land of peace and i have no difference in saying that the, the darul kufr concept is gone now it is nowhere you 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 would not see this concept anymore so since we have become a 
um, you know, multi-ethnic and cultural society. And the governments have given all the rights to all the citizens to enjoy. And they have become the umbrella of, and, and they are safeguarding everything related to the citizens. So this, I think you will not expect anything else from the government. And then everybody from the Muslim society, from all other societies, this is part of our responsibility to be law-abiding citizen of the government, to, to look forward to be a big sport for the government and and always be um, you know a source of peace and security and humanity and and safeguard the society wherever you live in oh mashallah sheikh you make me feel like like a very proud south african right now but sheikh just I want you to touch on Minhajul Quran because you mentioned it earlier on. We get the concept that um, it, that we're doing amazing work, but just give us a window to. Thank you very read. much for asking this question. Uh, Minhajul Quran International um, has been established by my eminent father, Shaykhul Islam, Professor Dr. Muhammad Ahul Qadri, um, around 35 years ago. He founded that uh, as a founding chairman and founder of this organization. Minhajul Quran. Uh, it means the path of Quran, the path of peace, path of tranquility, path of love, path of humanity. And our part of our constitution is to work for the ummah at a larger scale, at a bigger spectrum, on a big canvas, and to spread the message of true message of Quran, which is the message of humanity, love, multiculturalism, and which envelops everybody within the umbrella of Islam and Quran, Ihsan and Iman. And this is the teaching of Rasulullah So Minhaj Quran was established for uh, different purposes. We have different educational work is going on. We have uh, uh, charity work going on under the caption of Minhajul Quran, um, Minhaj Welfare Foundation. Then we have education programs going on under the caption of Minhaj uh, Education Society. We have established one chartered university, 700 schools and colleges, and a few hundreds and thousands. We have established peace education centers, then community centers, and then we have established nine, uh, in 90 countries of the world, um, education centers, community centers, and then we have different programs open for the public. We have multi programs for multicultural society, programs for ethnic society, for all the religions. We have multi-faith programs uh, being run under the label of Minhajul Quran. Then we are doing a lot of charity work. Uh, like uh, in Kenya, in the African countries, uh, we are providing a lot of support uh, to the needy people, uh, to the have-nots, uh, to the poor people, those who need our support. And we are always there to support them out, regardless to their religion. We are providing a lot of support to the Christians, to the people from different religions. And uh, one of our big program is the education. So we, uh, on through welfare, we give a lot of scholarships to the poor students. Uh, it's not only for Pakistan, it's for uh, all around the world, in African countries, in, in, in the Syrian refugees. They have been protected, safeguarded by our members over there. So Minhajuka International is, uh, so for the welfare uh, f foundation is established, uh, like I think it, it is independently registered uh, in all the countries, like in UK, independently registered in America, registered in North America, registered in Japan, Far East, registered in Arab world, registered in Eastern countries, registered. So then we, uh, we do everything according to the requirement and according to the law of the country. And then we have a uh, you know, collective marriages program, then we have orphanages, then we have uh, orphanage for girls 
under the name and caption of Baitu Zahra. And then we have uh, Aghosh houses, you know, hundreds of students are being protected, safeguarded and nourished and flourished by the Minhajul Quran. And we give this concept to the orphan what, who comes under the umbrella of Minhajul Quran. Don't worry about it. If your father is, and mother is not there, then Shaykhul Islam is your father. Minhajul Quran is your parent. We will look after you with the concept as a parent will look after any child. And you belong to us and we belong to you. We'll take care of you until you're well grown, you're built up, you're, you become mature, and then you enter into your practical life. And until their jobs and until their marriage, we take care of everything. And we never give them a concept. This is the beauty of Islam, that you are orphan. No, you're not orphan. So this guy, this boy was lucky to have his parents available to him, but you are more lucky to have Shaykhul Islam as a father for you and Minhajul Quran as a parent for you. And we let him uh, study in the same atmosphere as other students are studying. And so that we just uh, give him some confidence, inculcate some ideology, some philosophies, humanities, so that we can make him a great a person or a great Muslim, a great human being, a great Pakistani, a great South African, a great uh, British, so that, uh, you know, regardless to any society, we just work for the betterment of a human being. That was the agenda of Islam. That was the beauty Holy Prophet wasalam, transferred through his teaching and inculcated into the heart of his companions and made them uh, so humble to the humanity that they carried on the legacy of Rasulullah and they became so humble to the humanity and then they had a good time and, and Islam had a global time and a, and a glorious time because of the uh, humiliation, because of the humility, because of the greatness in their character, in their morals, in their manners which they developed from the teaching of Rasulullah Well, Sheikh, in all honesty, I'd love to keep you here till 6 o'clock, but I do understand that you have another uh, meeting to get to. But I just want to ask you in the last few minutes, you did say South African. Are, are you planning to take offices in South Africa as well? Inshallah. Inshallah. We are uh, establishing our network and uh, in Johannesburg, in Cape Town, in Cape... We used to have our structure before, and then we just uh, concentrated on other part of the world. Now our great brother Hafiz uh, Mahmoud Khatib and a lot of other brothers, they have emphasized on coming back here and just working for the sake of the community. So now our direction is here because I see the, the government is very friendly and uh, their, their laws and constitutions are very friendly and uh, they are um, in the favor of the humanity and we are working for the humanity. So I hope, inshallah, we will be supported by the government if we start our work here. Sheikh, I need to say shukran for joining us on Thank you It's been a real honor, inshallah. And hopefully we'll be having you back in Cape Town in the seat, inshallah. Thank you very much. Thank well, you very much. And shukran to you as well, Sheikh. Okay, thank you, shukran. And thanks for the whole audience which are hearing and listening our beloved Sheikh, Dr. Hassan Moyuddin Qadri. I, I appreciate and I admire your services and services of Office Mahmoud Khatib. Way of Minhajul Quran is moderation, not extremism. Thanks. Alhamdulillah. Closing on a good note, I think uh, Hafiz Mahoj, you'd like to add something? I just want to conclude on this point and I think Alhamdulillah, wherever we find uh, ambassadors of peace, love mm -hmm. and uh, for humanity, we need to express and we need to extend that message to all the citizens of this country. And I just want to share with all our uh, brothers and sisters out there, it's no longer good enough 
to be good with the law of the land only. We have to be good with the people of the land. The time has come now where we have to engage our brothers and sisters from all walks of life and show them the true message of love, uh, peace and humanity in Islam. Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept. Inshallah, ameen. And on that note, if you've just tuned in and have missed um, listening to Sheikh on VLC 91.3 FM, Sheikh will be at Masjid Al-Quds this evening, inshallah. Is it after Isha'i? After Immediately after Mahrib. Yeah, so do get there for Mahrib Salah. They are going to be covering the delegitimizing the call for mandatory jihad by Al-Qaeda and ISIS, followed by a Q&A and of course that is with Dr. Hassan Moinuddin Al-Qadri inshallah. So do get to Masjid Al-Quds for Mahrib and that's going to be quite an interesting topic covered. And then tomorrow night inshallah um, Laylatul Miraj uh, at Masjid Al-Quds will be after? After Isha inshallah Miraj program tomorrow night and tonight's program is in the auditorium upstairs. Okay. So it's an open forum program that will take place immediately after Maghrib at the auditorium upstairs. Inshallah so do make your way over to Masjid Al-Quds inshallah but shukran once again uh, Sheikh for Thank joining us much. on VOC Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh